Hello, and welcome to the Christ Table Podcast, a Bible study for those who struggle with digging into the Bible, but who want to develop a richer faith, one with some meat on its bones. I'm Kevin Young, a media guy turned minister who's passionate about helping others thrive, especially spiritually. If you're unaware, Christ Table is a movement of people returning the church to her roots, in homes, around tables, over food with old friends and fresh conversations. Check us out over at www.christtable.today. In the meantime, today's study continues on the topic of unity as we make our journey through the book of Ephesians. We'll be in chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. Let's dig in. Somewhere in the neighborhood of now almost uh, 20 years ago, uh, I was ordained to ministry. And ordination for someone who is involved in seminary and has a desire and a goal to be a professional uh, to make their career ministry is a really big thing. To be ordained is essentially the passing of the baton from other ministers to a young minister, a new minister, and saying that they see and feel Christ's call on you as a minister. And it allows you the opportunity to um, utilize the title reverend. That comes as a result of ordination. And it also uh, is kind of a prerequisite for uh, pastoring in most churches and in many denominations. Now, why I tell all of that is a few days ago, someone posted on my wall a uh, video from my ordination. It was a video essentially introducing me along with the other uh, gentlemen who were going to be ordained as a part of that. And I was looking at the video and it was just amazing to me um, how young I was there, how much hair I had uh, a few extra pounds there than I do now. Uh, but there is uh, something kind of magical about looking at that guy who didn't know what the next 20 years were going to bring him in ministry. And now looking back on those 20 years, asking myself, would I do it all again? And uh, knowing what I do now, the answer is unequivocally yes. Now, would I do things differently? Sure, I'd do many things differently. I wish I, I had 20 years worth of ministry knowledge at the beginning of that journey. But even if I had to walk that same path again and make uh, those mistakes and suffer through those, those trials and turmoils along the way, would I still do it all over again? I absolutely would, unequivocally, for the privilege of being able to be um, boots on the ground, the hands and feet of Jesus on the front lines of ministry and transformation. Now, whenever we come today to our passage, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 7 through 13, this is essentially what Paul is feeling, is reflective and passionate about the privilege of his being able to be a part of that ministry of Jesus Christ, a part of that transformation of Jesus. And so he writes in verse 7 of chapter 3, by God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. Paul is saying it took both grace to allow me the privilege of being able to be a minister of the gospel and to spread the good news of what life with Jesus Christ is like. And it also took 
a lot of power. It took a lot of refining work from God in order for me to be able to be that person. And if you know anything of Paul's story, uh, whatever you bring to the table is not in any way, shape or form worse than Paul's story was pre-Jesus. And so now, despite all of those things, because of God's grace and God's power, Paul now has the privilege. And I love that word. Paul has the privilege, not the right, not the burden, not the suffering. And, and maybe in moments it is those things, you know, from a pastor to you transparently, but it's a privilege. Though I am the least deserving, Paul says in verse eight of all people. Fascinating that, that one of the greatest ever, Paul would say that he was still the least deserving of all people. And yet because of that, he says, God graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ Jesus. Paul counts it a privilege to have been able to take the good news to people who desperately needed to hear the good news and could certainly use the transformation, the power, the presence of the Holy Spirit in their lives. An endless treasure, Paul refers to this good news of Jesus Christ. He says, I was chosen, verse 9, to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God, the creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. And it's difficult sometimes for ministers to not look at Paul and be a little envious at what he was able to accomplish, what he was able to do. And it came at a great price, but Paul still saw it as a privilege. And many ministers like me look at Paul and say how amazing it would be to be able to have that kind of lasting impact, that kind of legacy. I know that many people maybe perhaps look at me, certainly look at, at many other pastors or ministers or, or spiritual giants and say, wow, wouldn't it be a privilege to be able to have the opportunity to be chosen by God, to be an apostle like Paul, to be a pastor like, like Kevin, to be uh, a great spiritual giant or to be a great spiritual leader like that person that you have in mind for you. Paul says, though, in verse 10, that God's purpose in all of this in choosing him and in using him, that God's purpose in all of this was to use the church. He doesn't say me. Paul says God's purpose in all of this wasn't to use me to display his wisdom. Paul says that God's purpose in all of this was to use, don't miss this, the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in all the heavenly places. God says uh, God's purpose in this wasn't necessarily to use me to display wisdom and, and the rich variety to all of the people and the rulers of this world, but God used the church. Why does Paul use the church there instead of using himself? Because God's plan was not limited to Paul or pastors. God's desire was not simply to allow Paul or preachers or pastors to have the privilege of being the only ones who have this great blessing of sharing the mysteries of Christ with other people and experiencing the privilege of helping others experience that transformation as well. God's plan included you. God's plan was to use in his wisdom a variety of people, not just pastors, not just apostles, to be 
examples to others. You will be able to reach people and impact people that Paul could never have done, and certainly that I would never be able to speak into or to lead. You have that privilege. You have that opportunity. I might even say that you have that responsibility, but but this isn't quite so much the burden that Paul is placing upon us here. Paul is simply saying that, that God's plan was to use the church and his wisdom, the variety of all of the people in order to show his power and to be used as an example to people and authorities in high places and in low places. You have the opportunity and the privilege of being able to shepherd and pastor people, even though you may not be ordained or have reverend in front of your name, you still have the role. You still have the same responsibility that I do as well. And Paul says in verse 11, this was his eternal plan. This was his forever plan, which he ended up carrying out through Christ Jesus, our Lord. So Jesus was the tool, but this was, was always his plan. And because of Christ and because of our faith, or you could even put in there, because of Christ and because of my faith in him, your faith in him, because of my faith in him, I can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. Think about that. Because of Christ and because of your faith in Christ, you, well, you don't need me. You don't need me to get to God. That verse says, because of Christ, you can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. That wall of hostility, there was a wall of hostility in a way between the Jews and the Gentiles, but there was also something of a wall of hostility between God and people until Jesus Christ. You couldn't enter into the presence of God. Only the priests could. Now, now you can't. Now, you don't need me to get to God. I'm happy to point the way. It's still a privilege to be able to point the way for you and for so many people to get to God, but you don't need me. You can come boldly into God's presence. You can come confidently into God's presence. You have access. Why? Because you're his child. Just like you have special access to your parents that nobody else does. You have special access to God because you're his child. You don't need me. So Paul writes in verse 13, and with this we close, so please don't lose heart because of my trials here. Don't be sorry for me. Don't be sad for me because I'm in prison or because I'm suffering for, for doing the work of God. I'm suffering for you. I'm suffering so that you could be that person as well who is able to be a minister. So you should feel honored. This Bible study from the book of Ephesians is brought to you by Christ's Table. If you'd like to join us in the study, there's an easy-to-follow guide in the show notes. We'd love to have you join us. You know, 65 million adults in the United States have dropped out of church, and that number will grow by 2.7 million before the end of this year. We here at Christ's Table are committed to doing something about that. We're committed to creating a world where the table is once again the center of the home, the center of family life, and especially the center of faith formation again. Our mission, it's simple, to help people eat freely and drink deeply of life and of faith. Find out more about us by going to www.christtable.today. When you get over to christtable.today, be sure to sign up for our email list. And for those who choose to donate, I've got a special resource box that I want to send you in the mail as my thanks. And trust me, you're going to like it. 
By the way, the podcast is available because of the generous donations of our listeners and the incredible community of people who call Christ's Table their spiritual home. Join us on our next episode as we continue our step-by-step study through the book of Ephesians. And if you'd like to watch these Bible studies live, there's more information on our website about that as well over at www.christstable.today. Thanks so much for listening. We wouldn't be here without you. Until next time, I'm Pastor Kevin Young, and this is Christ's Table.today.